The following audio was recorded during a meeting of the Department of Offense. It is not suitable for children, the easily offended, or anyone with actual taste. You have been warned. Jane Goodall motorboating a gorilla's floppy milk. I would make a lot of rectangles. I could never do squares right. We all had to put pants on this week because you're here. And now it's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 44. Yeah, 44. That seems right. Oh, it's boy. A, it's a good number. Right? It's a good number. Um, there's more than just me and Carlos here this week, which is really exciting. Uh, Miles and Pete are joining us. Greetings. And Jen might later if she finishes eating. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> So, what have you guys been up to? I haven't seen any of you guys in a while, so. I'll go last. Okay. Oh. Pete, what have you been up to? <laughs> well, I'll go first. Uh, been working a bit. Um, moved into a new place, me and Jen. Oh, yeah? Yeah. In Hudson? North Hudson, yep. Very cool. Yeah, there's some biker festivity today, so we had to go yeah, all the way around. Yeah, it took you forever to get here today. Yeah, and then... The highway being closed. Wait, was it like bicycles or like motorcycles? No, motorcycles. Okay. So you couldn't just run them off the road? Yeah, I guess not. Are are you thinking like Kawasaki or Harley? Oh, Harley, like biker, like leather. (laughs) Like scary Leather-bound bikers. (laughs) Like a guy who looks like an idiot because his arms are outstretched just to drive. (laughs) But he's big enough and scary enough that you don't want to make fun of him for it. (laughs) That was a fun noise. That is a cool bottle. It is. All right, I suppose I can go next. Yeah, I go. Went to, I went to Texas. You went to Texas? I went to Texas. What's I have, in Texas? Uh, I have a brother out there. My dad and I took a 15-hour straight drive through, and we just hung out for like a week. Cool. Like we, whereabouts in Texas? Uh, we were in Irving, Texas. We were like a grand total of like 700 feet away from the border of uh, Dallas. Okay. Very cool. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know. Last week, I went to the uh, I went to Falcon up at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds, and then I got home and I was like, I don't want to do things. So I took a nap instead of recording. That's why there was no show last week because I'm lazy. And it's yeah. not my fault. I swear, God, I, I swear, it's not That's my fault. That's a lie. I tried to convince you to do a show last week. Yeah, but I had to go to the. To the fairgrounds. I, we could have done it after. <laughs> I, you were, you had to work. Was Sketch there? Uh, Sketch was there. Yes. Cool. Did he have a booth? Uh, yes, he he did have a booth, and then there was a bunch of. I don't know. We talked to a bunch of uh, other comic artists, Sketch and Doug, and Phil was there, and then there's a bunch of new ones that were that we were talking to and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We should be having some of those guys on the show in the upcoming weeks. And cool. So that'll be fun. Carlos, what have you been playing this week? Because I know... Uh, let's see. There was some Final Fantasy VII going on because I picked it up last weekend, which was... It's been amazing. Played some Skyrim, which is also amazing. And then I picked up... Uh, a couple hours ago, I picked up Pokemon Y, so that's been pretty amazing. So Pokemon I, I, Y? Uh, I got my first legendary that? skill in Skyrim. Oh, yeah? What'd yes. you... Sneak. That's pretty easy to get up. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun, though. It's one of the main qualities of virtually every character I play in an Elder Heavy Scrolls armor, game. sneak. Light no. armor, sneak. It's just yeah. light, light it's light the armor, way sneak. to go. Yeah. It's pretty much necessary unless you have... It's like Morrowind and Alchemy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oblivion and Alchemy. 
Skyrim and alchemy. That's just well, it's not as useful anymore. But it's no. just we can talk about Skyrim for ages. All right, have, we better not have, talk about have Skyrim you seen for the ages. Senile scribbles. The what? The senile scribbles. No, it's it's basically a machinima that just kind of picks on picks on the game. Oh yeah, yeah. They have one guy who's like, yeah, if you want to learn alchemy, you just like. Start sampling stuff, and then he takes a bite of Death Bell and spits blood. <laughs> oh, there's all sorts of great web comics yeah, ever oh, done. I know, like it's uh, amazing. Take somebody taking a bite out of a flower. This would make a great poison. <laughs> <laughs> they had a they had a, a scene where he takes a bite out of a giant's toe, and he's like, "That is seriously the most disgusting thing I've just I have ever seen." That's <laughs> gross. <laughs> then he's That's just disgusting. Then he follows it up with the human heart. It's always fun to run around like. Uh, as a werewolf and like <laughs> and I, like I go through like three bandit camps and all of a sudden I'm stuck as a werewolf for like three days <laughs> so you guys get pumped up for Elder Scrolls huh well I'm bit. enjoying Skyrim I don't know about I'm not I don't really I'm excited for, for Elder Scrolls Online yeah. because I haven't been able to play an MMO like nothing's just grabbed my there was a D&D MMO yeah it was it's not eh. anything special yeah I both of them were just kind of eh okay well, I started it and never got too far like farther than half an hour <laughs> yeah like i don't know i'm not excited about the elder scrolls one i'll probably try it anyways but yeah well, of course you will i'm very skeptical about it they have yeah it could either be really good or really bad yeah but. they haven't put out too much i mean they have a lot of q a's but like i'm worried like if they start going with this route they're not going to have any more mainline games because mm-hmm. i have a blast with skyrim and yeah. oblivion yeah i expect an elder Scrolls six elder scrolls I, six. I know like that's I want to see what they'll do now. Like, what will they do next? I know they've they've almost reached like the the epitome of everything they've been doing with the games pr- uh, leading up to this. Like, honestly, my money would have been on the elsewhere, like the Cat People's Homeland being in the next place. Actually, I like where you're going with because, like, you <laughs> talk to you whenever you like talk to them in the game, they would talk about how oh we miss our homeland of like sand and buried cities sure. and stuff like that so you know because you have like the argonians the kajiti and yeah i held the nords wherever they come from all right skyrim <laughs> <laughs> all right well we so, have some beer in front of us because that seems like an important aspect to the show i've been staring at it what, uh, yeah what are we pouring uh yeah so I'll, I'll talk about what you guys are tasting it quick um it's the it's Omegong's uh, next beer in their Game of Thrones series because they did one last year. This they is did, beer two, right? This is beer two. Yeah, okay. last year they had the blonde, I think, the Belgian blonde. Yeah, and that one I think we we all liked it. It was nothing special. Yeah, um, this is their take the black stout. Uh, the label looks phenomenal. It's awesome. It does. Uh, it does. It's it's, it's impressive. I mean. It's a dark stout at 7%, and it's brewed with anise and licorice root, which I thought was an odd choice. Yeah, I hate licorice, but... If you've ever had uh, Kalamazoo... Yeah. Kalamazoo stout is made with brewer's licorice. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Kalamazoo. Like, I don't know. I I don't know. What do do you guys think so far? I like this one. I haven't tried it yet. I'm about to. You're supposed to be trying it while I was talking about the beer. Gosh darn it. (laughs) Don't you listen? It's definitely better than the blonde that they did last year. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's it's more unique, at least. Yeah, yeah I've never had licorice root, if that's what you said. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it it tastes good. The word licorice turns me off quite a bit. But Yeah. I'm... It's okay. I mean, it... I don't know if I would sit down and drink mm-hmm. pine after pine of this. Right. But... I... I like it. It's kind of hard to try and 
make such a big release with uh, you know like the Game of Thrones yeah name attached to it um for the grandiose kind of expectations that it should have it's kind of lackluster uh as far as just like an everyday beer it's a really good stout oh hang on i forgot to turn on the microphone oh <laughs> you're they, trying to be nonchalant but you're like, oh okay <laughs> <laughs> everyone's just pointing at me <laughs> what why why are we all pointing at me again now i i did do it it's i swear <laughs> it's all you john what did you think of it it's okay. <laughs> I, I'm kind of the same about it's okay. It's drinkable. Yeah, and it's I mean, not. It's, it's not a bad beer. But I mean, I like stouts. But I mean, it's just okay. I'm getting like a I weird. Would, I don't think I would go buy it. It's like bitter, a little bit bitter. To be honest. Yeah, like there's something odd tasting in it, and that just might be the it's anise and licorice root. Yeah, but. I was gonna say I can. I do get that licorice flavor out of it, just on the back. And yeah, I'm not crazy about it. I mean, if somebody gave some to me, I would drink it like I'm drinking now, but I don't think I'd use my own money to go buy it. Yeah. That's a cool bottle, though. Like, it, the whole, it's the a whole very thing cool is bottle. just the whole idea. Like, of the is marketing cool. is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So, considering this is the second Game of Thrones beer you've had from Oma Gang, what's your overall impression of the line so far? Uh, you know, it's pretty good. I mean, it's. They're better than average beers, but they're not, like, nothing to write home about. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, so I'm. Sh- I'm curious to see what they'll do next year. Maybe we'll get like a triple or something. So, Quad. what is the cost on a bottle of it? Um, I don't. It's something like seven ninety nine, eight ninety nine. Yeah, it's oh, not okay. super expensive. Like, as far as um, it's like ten bucks. A, a beer of this caliber goes, it's not a bad price range for it. Yeah, it, it, it's not. It's it's a good. It's a solid beer. It's not overly impressive. But then again, they're not asking like fifteen bucks a bottle. Yeah, yeah, like. They probably could get away with for the first year or two calling it Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I'd keep that bottle. I think it was more. Oh, this year. bottle's going up on the shelf. <laughs> Hell yeah. I think last year it was more than uh, $9, though. I, I don't think it was. If I it, think I bought two. If, if it was, the the price was like nine ninety nine. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it was like 10 bucks. And even in the, uh, like the bomber beer price ranges, that's that's not obscene. Like we have one eleven ounce bottle for twenty eight bucks. Yeah, I think I've picked up like one of those more expensive ones before. <laughs> Treating yourself right. One of the ones that was pretty high in alcohol. <laughs> we have one at eighteen point one. Wow, that's a that's a big beer. McKellar Black Stout. I don't even know if I like it's so big, I don't even know if I'd like drinking it. Yeah. It gets a point with beer where it's like when it's so high in alcohol content, sometimes it's like you drink it and you're like, I don't know about that. Yeah. Like, the taste is like... <laughs> it just tastes you like liquor. You taste the alcohol, yeah. It just yeah, like, yeah. Just, gets to where it tastes like straight up like alcohol. Well, like bourbon barrel. That's, yeah, bourbon. I will see, I, I like bourbon barrel stuff because mm-hmm. I really like bourbon. But Same here. Yeah, I don't I'm, like I'm Things that are just brewed to be super high alcohol, they just, they taste boozy. Mm-hmm. That is, so. uh, that is often the case. What is that beer? Is it... Sink the Bismarck. Or Sink the Bismarck. Say is that oh, what it yep. is? Where it's like uh, there is the there was a whole line. It of like tastes. From forth. what I heard, though, it tasted terrible though because yeah. they were just saying how high in alcohol they could make it, and yeah. it just ended up tasting really bad. <laughs> Between that, the tactical nuclear penguin, and the end of the world stout or something. Yeah, they got up to fifty-five percent for a beer for a world record. Wow. 
That's huge. Yeah. And more or less what I hear is that the beers were by themselves pretty gimmicky and not very good. Yes. Uh, if you want some other beer, there's uh, we have an English bitter on tap on that left tap. That's actually really good if you're looking Ooh. for something a little lighter. But I figured I'd throw that out there because that seemed important. All right. Well, should we move on to other things? Or? Yeah, I suppose we should. All right. Well... What Hang else on. is on the agenda? I don't have any paper today. I know. No paper. This is on you, Casey. You have to move things forward. You're, you're <laughs> the uh, moving forward guy today. There we go. And the soundboard light. guy. I know. I I miss Matt so <laughs> much. Where's the banjo? You don't hear the banjos <laughs> that are playing right now? Jerk. We're, going, we're moving on to crazy arrest. Gosh darn it. A 20-year-old local man was cited twice for underage drinking within a single week. The same man was cited, uh, all right, so he was drinking the 100 block of East Maple Street. Uh, he was hanging out with a 23-year-old man. Officers heard breaking glass and responded. When questioned, the man denied drinking and claimed he only tossed and broken a bottle of root beer. Because that, that works. No, officer, it was root beer, I swear. Wine, I swear. Uh, that turned out to be a fib. The broken bottle was found. Police say it held a white Zinfidel. <laughs> so, I <laughs> said... Who sits in a parking lot and just drinks a bottle of white Zin? <laughs> I don't. Be surprised. I don't, well, I've yeah, never I done that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, sus- the suspect was tested for alcohol use. Uh, two young men then showed up. They declared they were the accused man's legal counsel. <laughs> they asked questions of the officer who was writing tickets to the 20-year-old for the underage drinking and littering. And that was that. Like the the officer's just like, no, you're you're not his lawyer. <laughs> like, <laughs> Can a cop actually say that though? We represent this guy. <laughs> well, it, there's there's no reason for a lawyer to be present when a ticket's being written. So it doesn't matter if they're there or not. I suppose, but I mean, they're gonna get the ticket either way. So yeah. I, I'm sure the cop just humored them while writing the ticket. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. The 20-year-old then said sorry he lied, uh, and that he lied because of some past drinking citations, uh, and he was trying to avoid getting another. Uh, the second time uh, was when the officers spotted screen windows on South Main Street dropping from a third-story apartment. Um, River Falls police also heard yelling from that apartment, uh, so they quickly went up to check on things. Inside, the male suspect, described as very drunk, denied taking out and tossing the window screens onto the street. The woman who was with him pretended to sleep in the living room. Uh, the man said they were going to bed now and would cause no more trouble. Both were tested for alcohol and gr- given drinking citations. Their landlord said she would take money from their security deposit to, to, to cover the broken screens. Gosh darn it. Who threw like <laughs> Children. Why the screen? <laughs> Why the screen, right? Oh, this probably, thing, it keeps bugs out. I hate it. It probably wouldn't even break if it hits ground. just like... Kind of float down there. You know. <laughs> I can't stick my head out the window and yell at people. It's got to go. So mad. <laughs> this is the worst. Uh, police also cited three young people for under, underage drinking after 1 a.m. last week on Tuesday uh, by the apartments of 1143. They, nobody cares. Uh, an 18-year-old local woman found, uh, found there said she'd been arguing with her boyfriend about cheating on him. The boyfriend had gone. Two male companions who were with the woman were also cited. They were from Prescott. Uh, one, age 17, said because of this incident, he had to contact his probation agent. 
and he'd recently been suspended from high school for tackling the school's mascot. That is that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, that's actually awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> I can't believe he got suspended mascot. from school for that. Or maybe you hurt him. <laughs> right? Just hurt him bad. Do you think it was like one of those awesome, you know, like Hollywood style tackles? Oh, you would you would think. I hope somebody got it on film and put it on YouTube. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> mascots minding its own business doing whatever mascots do and all of a sudden bam out of nowhere, right? <laughs> out of left field. That would suck. Can't see it coming. <laughs> no peripheral vision. Yep. Alright, that is it for crazy arrest this week. We will move on to some other news as soon as I find out how to press pause on things. I don't like running two things at once. It's ridiculous. All right. Uh, in other news, an Iowa City man was found passed out on a bench by the police. When they woke him up, he offered them money to leave him be. When they told him that he needed to get a ride home, he pulled out a $20 bill and started talking into it. <laughs> 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 they then took him into custody. <laughs> I'm just picturing hmm. this guy. He, he like pulls it out of his wallet, unfolds it, and dials. <laughs> He's like, Hello. Jackson, are you there? <laughs> no, this is Grant. Shit. I need more of you. Talk to Washington. No, not Washington. <laughs> He'll never bail me out. <laughs> there will never be enough Washingtons. Lincoln, you better show up with five friends. I swear to God. <laughs> A Washington woman had an appointment uh, at the courthouse, so she brought the birthday cake she had just bought inside instead of leaving it in the car with the dog. Uh, she passed the cake through a metal detector and then set it on a table when a passing man grabbed two massive handfuls of cake out of it. <laughs> a sheriff's deputy then tackled the cake thief to the ground, <laughs> knocking over the table with the rest of the cake. That is well, unnecessary. Good intentions. <laughs> and fucking it probably, hilarious. It probably would have been better off with the dog. <laughs> right? The cake thief is being charged with third degree theft. Like third, what is third, third degree, degree. I have no it's cake. idea. That's the third degree. <laughs> Just you took cake. cake. But the cake you is bastard. a lie. In North Korea, you'll be killed. Oh, for, for stealing cake? Kim Jong-un's cake. <laughs> well, yeah. He will kill you. Uh, Eventually, after torturing you for a while. Yeah. Yes. You'd, you'd get killed for even just having cake. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. You Man. won't get internet either for the last like eight hours of your life, so... You took my button. I took your button. You took my button. You bastard. <laughs> you took my button. Uh, a Nebraska man pled guilty for attempted burgl- bur- burglary. 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 Yes. His sentence, uh, three years of probation, during which he is not allowed to date. What? Why can't he date? The judge told him, you need to focus on you. Is this even legal? Like, is this something a judge can do? Apparently. Like, you're on probation. But no dating for you. <laughs> like, do one night stands count? What about friends with benefits? No. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. They're not dating. Well, and how, how are they going to... They're like, they go to the judge. We just don't want to put labels on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bunch of assholes. Mm-hmm. They're jerks. Uh, a New Jersey Radio Shack employee is being charged with assault after he punched a customer for being sarcastic. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> the customer then called the police, but wouldn't tell them what he said. So, like, nobody knows what this guy said. Damn it! I want to know what he said. So it could I do be, too. you know, worthy of a 
punch in the face. It yeah. very well could be. Or, and you know, he was just being a dick customer. If you've ever worked retail, how many times a day do you, like, wish you could do that? Because I've worked a lot of retail jobs, and, like, five times a day, there's somebody you want to punch in the oh, face. Oh, they're just, like, people are dicks Idiots. to employ, like, to retail employees and fast food. Like, they're just complete Well, some people douches. are just so stupid. That's, like, the other thing. Like, they're just dumb. And you're just, like, you can't believe how stupid they are, and you, like, want to punch the stupid out of them. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> But no, they're, but they're better than you because they're not working this retail job. Yeah. So you can let, punch the stupid. Let, out let's of go them. to McDonald's. I want some fries without salt and, and burger without grease. Let's see if they have a veggie burger. I, I, I to want, be fair, I Burger want a, King has a veggie burger. Do they really? Yeah. Uh, I I want to go to uh, McDonald's and get a Big Mac meal with a large fry, no salt, and a large Diet Coke. Because then I think I'm eating healthy. <laughs> the Diet Coke cancels out everything else. <laughs> You're drinking Diet Coke, you can eat whatever you want. It's, it's, it it's like a magic elixir. <laughs> oh, that is the biggest fib that... Like, uh, I just... Just, a, it's just sad. I don't even know. Uh, two men in Canada have been fined uh, $2,500 after the Ministry of Natural Resources received reports of the two men trying to hop from their boat onto the back of a swimming moose. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> why, why would they get a ticket for that? That's great. There's two things I like about this story. One, because first, it's super fucking Canadian. <laughs> yes. Well, first, the minis- uh, Canada has the Ministry of Natural Resources. That sounds like something out of Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Canada, it's not easy enough to make fun of you. Please do more things. <laughs> well, if you try to jump on a moose when it's like actually walking on the ground, it'll probably kill you. <laughs> yeah, but it's swimming. What's it going to do? Right. So they, well, they took the opportunity. Your ass. <laughs> Have they finished apologizing yet? I don't think so. <laughs> but I just. Can you imagine sitting on shore and like seeing this moose swim and these two morons come up in a. In like a, I'm just picturing them in a canoe. <laughs> well, the like, question is, jump onto this moose. Did they succeed in jumping on this? <laughs> I don't know. I want to say they did. They probably set a hammock up in its antlers. Like, do they have pictures online already of fa- on like Facebook and stuff of them on it? Oh fuck! I hope so. I really hope so. Casey, you're on awesome. it. <laughs> no, I cannot run the show and Google. I need my Come on, two things Googling at once. <laughs> Too much pressure. <laughs> I quit. I'm done. <laughs> cool. Welcome to Miles Podcast. This is- <laughs> uh, the Vatican had to recall uh, all of the first year commemorative medallions for Pope Francis because they misspelled Jesus on the coin. <laughs> they spelled it as Lesus. L E S U S. Those aren't Silly. even next to each other on the keyboard. <laughs> no, they're not. Well, they look kind of the same. They're just facing the other way. Actually, since they're recollecting all those, that means their value is going up a lot. <laughs> so if you got one that says leases, <laughs> let us know. We'll buy it from you. <laughs> all, all hail right. leases. So the government shut down. You guys know it's been shut down for a week, what? looking at two weeks. What? Yeah. What government? <laughs> we have a government? <laughs> Okay, for those they people did who, stuff for us. <laughs> well, oh, it's no. it's finally affecting us. I, I finally found a way where this actually affects us. Oh no! Uh, with the shutdown of the Alcohol and Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau, or the TTB, uh, breweries are unable to get the paperwork needed for new labels and recipes processed, which means breweries can't come out with new beers. 
So there's no like any beer. They can only re-release beers that they have on the market. Just no like seasonals or one-offs. Okay, it is only at this point where I'm going to start yelling about how this is an outrage and start a riot. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, and no new breweries can open. So like any brewery who's in the process of opening, uh, like they interviewed this one guy who's losing eight thousand dollars a week right now because he can't open because they won't process the paperwork. That's why you open a brew pub. You still need TTB approval. Yeah, but at least you're not under wraps. Losing all. <laughs> yeah, you're not losing all of your money. Just you know the big <laughs> the big draw to come in. Yeah, I I read this. And I'm like, God damn it! It actually affects me. This is terrible. I know. The thing I that hate the government now. <laughs> right. The thing it, actually, I was fine. You know, they could shut down the national parks. Whatever. They actually, could, that bothers me. What does the government think that they actually do that we can't walk through a park without them? I don't know. They, I don't know, because the park rangers <laughs> the are still ranger. there to what? keep people out. Like, did you see the one, uh, uh, like the one video circulating around of the congressman yelling at the park ranger because he wouldn't let the veterans into like the memorial to see? Even worse, there was um, a, a a guy who was mowing up the lawn around uh, the national monuments up in D.C. and they kicked him off. Oh, that's right. Like, He's, literally, all he did was he went up there, he, like, he paid for all of the only, his own equipment, like, over $1,000. Yeah, and he mowed the lawn mow, himself. Yeah, he started mowing the lawn. <laughs> and they're like, no, you can't maintain this. <laughs> Shame on you. We're liable like, if you hurt yourself. Yeah, and he's like, joke's on you. I've been doing this for days. <laughs> <laughs> I really like mowing the lawn. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess his response was, because nobody else would. Yeah. Yeah, it's... The, this whole shutdown thing just doesn't make sense to me. But you know what? Props to that guy. Yeah. But, like... And they, they still get paid hands. after this whole thing is over. Which is mm-hmm. fucking stupid. I wish I could not work for two weeks and just resume with back pay. Well, it's counterintuitive. Yeah. It's like, well, let's shut down to help save money. But then we'll just pay for literally everything we weren't paying for in the weeks we were shut down. Yes. Is it, I mean, is it just well, weird? Does well, that seem backwards? And <laughs> let's be honest. Why don't they just shut down, like, six months out of the year? And then just come back for three days, pass a budget, get paid, mm-hmm. and then shut down. <laughs> the world would be a better place because then they wouldn't have to work so hard to manipulate shit to get their money. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not like Congress actually works throughout the year anyway. <laughs> They're in session, what, like 20 days out of the year? Oh, so maybe all government jobs should work the same schedule that Congress does. <laughs> then everybody <laughs> would, would ever work get for the done. government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, just, ah. Well, speaking of new beers, Dogfish Head, a brewery in Delaware known for unique beers, is releasing a beer called Celeste Jewel Ale. Are they actually going to release Celeste Celeste Jewel? Jewel. Uh, Only on tap at its restaurant. What's unique about this beer, you ask? Because you guys all ask. I do ask. ask. Yeah, see? They put moon dust into it. Yes. I I heard about that. Like meteor dust? Uh, ILC, the company that made the spacesuits worn by the Apollo astronauts, gave Dogfish Head some lunar meteorites and then crushed them into dust and steeped those meteorites into an Oktoberfest wart. I hmm. I feel like this wouldn't add anything to the flavor of the beer. No, like, but, but it's like throwing magic. handfuls of dirt into beer. <laughs> but you know what? That's fucking awesome. 
You're drinking you will the moon. have parts of the moon inside you. Oh man! Like and then day. we're gonna go drink a bunch of Goldschlager <laughs> and get gold. <laughs> I have a, the golden moon inside me right now. <laughs> I'm the most important person ever. Right? Super important. Ah! No, that's actually oh. pretty fucking hilarious and awesome. Yeah. It seems exactly. It, it, no, like it is. It, it seems. Too. It's very dogfish head like, but I don't. I don't know what adding, like, what flavor additive it'll give. Oh, it won't. It just Metallic. gets people inside I guess. to drink it. Well, it's it's like uh, the, there was, a, was it Colorado? There was a brewery out there that started adding uh, testicles to their beer. Ew. Uh, oh, Rocky, yeah. Mountain Rocky Mountain Oyster beer. Oyster. Or Rocky Mountain Oyster Stout. Yeah. Hmm. So they just started throwing testicles in it. What? What kind of testicles? Uh, it was either bull. Yeah, cow. Cow testicles. Oh. Or bull testicles, <laughs> I guess. Gross. Oh, do they have a teabagged beer too? Teabag. <laughs> teabag IPA. The, the they teabagged the testicles in there. <sighs> oh, that's a great idea. Instead of a Randall, you just get a a teabag with two like ball testicles in it. <laughs> you just dip them in the pint. Oh, every single one. I'm surrounded by idiots. So, <laughs> I don't see the problem there. All, All right. right. Uh, speaking of dogfish head, we will get there in the second half. Ah. I know. I know. Ah. Let's get through the news. Mas take a break, rapido. and then we will get there. Duro. I know. We're gonna get there. Don't <laughs> worry. Don't worry. I'm worried now. You should be worried. There should. You should be worried. You're getting me worried by saying the word worried. Mas worried. Okay. Uh, there is a new product being kickstarted called the uh, Pico Brew Zymatic. Have you seen this at all? I have not. Uh, it's an automated brew house that makes five gallons of beer at a time in a machine about the size of a standard wa- of a standard microwave oven okay. uh, that sits on your counter. It's uh, what the, like they're calling it at like the ex- the espresso machine of beer. Uh, it uses a five gallon corny keg as a water reservoir, then pushes the finished wort back into the keg so it's ready for your yeast. So basically, uh, it has a drawer in the front that you put all the grain in, all the ground grain, and then you put your hop additions into little things and they get released on a timer. And then it just pushes uh, hot water at certain temperatures through there and does all the mashing and the boiling all like in this magic machine and then pushes it back into the keg. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I wasn't either. Uh, it's it's intriguing, but it sits. It can sit on your countertop, and so and you could run that nonstop yes, while you're sleeping, pretty much. <laughs> and yeah, so I mean, it, it'll push out a thing of beer in like a couple hours, but it's all hands off. So once once you have the ingredients in there, you just start it and walk away. Welcome to the middle <laughs> of the night because your alarm goes off. Go down, hook up, put in another set. Go yeah, back to sleep. How much does this thing cost? Uh, uh, the Kickstarter you could get one for fifteen hundred. It's actually not bad. Yeah, and that's that's the Kickstarter price. So I'm sure it'll be like about twenty two hundred. Uh, no, I, I think it'll be about uh, like a thousand when it okay. when they when they're able to do it commercially. But that's I mean it's not a terrible price. No, the only, you know what? As much as I hate the idea of. You know, Joe Schmo from down the street saying, yeah, I made this awesome beer. If it gets him into craft beer, I think I'm okay with that. Yeah. Well, and I I like the idea of it, especially for like when it gets super cold. I don't want to yeah. sit outside over my 10-gallon pots. And well, that's when you get the grill out and you start making some smoked meats. And 
It's still cold. <laughs> doesn't make it any warmer. Born and outside. raised in Wisconsin, get used to it. Just Don't set wanna. it and forget it. Yeah, no, that, no. So I mean, that would be really nice. No. No. But it, it it takes it takes all the dare I say it art out of the brewing process. It does. Like I don't know. But at the same time, it takes all those stupid variables out, so you can make more. You, you, I mean, more there, consistent beer. Yeah, there's a give and take. You can do, or you can run so many more experiments more accurately, etc. Because you're taking the human uh, flaw out of the equation. Yeah, definitely. But at the same time, it's hard to say that you made this beer at the end of it. Yeah. All you did was you filled it full of ingredients. Yeah, but isn't that kind of like, I mean, when we're mashing and stuff. Well... It, it's well. It's closer, I guess, to extract brewing. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like uh, grinding your own coffee beans versus putting that little cup in the Keurig and then closing it. <clears throat> I do that every morning. See, exactly. <laughs> so, do you make your own coffee? <clears throat> no. <laughs> they have the, the little baskets where you can, you know, put yeah. your own grounds in there. Don't have one yet, but. <laughs> <laughs> but if you ground the beans, you would consider it making your own coffee. If, if nothing, like else. where 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 is the line drawn? The, the line is one big ass gray area. But literally, I'd say brewing my own coffee. The, sure. the less you're do or the less you're actually doing, the less it is actually you doing it. So extract brewers, extract brewers, are they brewing their own beer? Yeah. Okay. So how is this different from an extract brewer or like somebody with a Mister Beer kit? Well, uh, Mr. Beer Kit would be like with one pre- step pre-hopped. further away from making your own beer because, I mean, literally it's like water, dump, boil, done. You know, whereas extract, you actually have to deal with uh, some grains. You have to deal with hops. Uh, you have to deal with yeast. You have to deal with yeast with Mr. Beer. Not nearly as complicated. You know it. Don't even get me started. Well, no, I'm just I'm I'm trying to figure out where your definition. Uh, well, uh, like lies. like I said, it's 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 a really big gray area. I mean, if you really wanted to truly, 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 truly make your own beer, you better have a garden in the backyard where you're growing barley and hops, and then your own fucking well that you dug yourself for to get your water from, and then some sort of yeast culture somewhere in your house. So no brewery in America is making their own beer. Not by They're not the, self-sufficient. Not by, <laughs> yeah. not by the truest, yeah. purest yeah. definition. Yeah. Well, I mean, but they're still taking raw ingredients and going from there. Yeah. You know, but then it's like uh, if you talk about uh, making a cake from scratch, you still went to the grocery store. And bought the box of cake mix. And the flour <laughs> and the sugar. No, just a box of cake mix. Yeah. Oh, I just went and bought a cake. No. <laughs> but then Made again, this from scratch. you stole it. my own money. At the airport. <laughs> But then, you know, that's the difference by the handful. <laughs> making your cake from scratch and then making yeah. box cake. Yeah, no, I you know, and then buying a cake from Dairy Queen. You know, it's 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 a very it's a very interesting thing and it's just this this thing made me think of it because where do we draw the line for what is like I don't know, but I suppose you still have the most important part of the process, fermentation, to do here. Yeah, so you, I, I you know, you still need to figure out how to control your fermentation, pitch your yeast right. But um, a thirty-foot long, four hundred-pound giant squid washed up on the beach uh, on the on the beach of Spain on Friday. 
that's neat. Right? Is that like the biggest one, or is that just a big one? That's it's a big one. Like giant squid are really rare to find at mm-hmm. all because they're so deep, and then uh, their dead bodies degrade so quickly. Yeah, but hmm. can you imagine the calamari you could make out of this thing? Yeah, big pieces to feed a family of five for a week. <laughs> 30 feet long. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's huge. You could line all f- all five of us up, and I don't know if we'd quite get to 30 feet. We probably not. Feet. We, we, we <laughs> We'd probably get, like, a little part of the tentacle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then just think, there's eight tentacles. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I don't even... I, I can't even like it's I saw I saw pictures of it and I still couldn't really comprehend the size. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine like if you're just swimming and that thing just popped up out of nowhere and tried to eat you? See, yeah. it's already yeah. because of the Discovery Channel. I never want to swim in the ocean ever. <laughs> <laughs> the Discovery Channel didn't make that happen. Jaws made that happen for me. Damn you, Jaws. Where's the jellyfish? Jaws started week? it. The History Channel solidified it. <laughs> yes. What? Jellyfish don't deserve a week. Jellyfish are horrible, horrible creatures, and <laughs> I will never float. go in the ocean again. <laughs> they just sit there. They float in hordes waiting to <laughs> yeah. on you. It's hard to make a jellyfish look badass. I saw Finding <laughs> really Nemo. I never want to go down there again. <laughs> no, I mean, jellyfish are terrifying, but I've been they're hard to look. But I'm sorry. Yeah. Did you pee on it? <laughs> I, I peed on myself. <laughs> you tried but that me. wasn't because of the jellyfish thing. Being surrounded by hundreds of jellyfish is not fun. I just had to pee Let me tell time. you. Have you done it? I have. It was not on purpose. <laughs> it was like, oh my God, how am I supposed to get myself back to shore surrounded by jellyfish? Go under them. Did you survive? <laughs> no, I did not survive. <laughs> Carlos is dead. <laughs> well, no. This I, is all pre recorded audio. <laughs> what was your experience? I'm actually curious. Uh, I was on like a float tube, not or not a tube, but a. Uh, I don't know what they're called. Like a, a floating blo- apparatus? Some sort of floating apparatus. Okay, yeah. so you weren't in the water. Yeah, so I was just, I was like, oh, I'm like, uh, I'm like 50 yards from shore or whatever. It's like, oh, I should probably start making my way back. Oh my God, there's jellyfish everywhere. <laughs> Did you pee yourself a little bit? No. He peed on the jellyfish. But it's like, oh my God, how am I supposed to slowly get myself closer to shore without touching all these jellyfish? <laughs> and by the time I get into shore, though, all those jellyfish are now jellyfish particles everywhere because because all the waves just rip them to shreds i suppose so uh that was uh not fun are you going back do you still have nightmares i hate florida (laughs) (laughs) bad place florida florida um tom clancy the author everyone knows tom clancy died on october 1st in baltimore (gasps) oh no he was 66 I didn't read any of it. I got to text my dad. That's his favorite author. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, favorite author's dead. <laughs> well, <laughs> <Not> good one. <laughs> you never read any of his books? No. But I, any I of his played game? the games based off of them that were not really actually based. I think my favorite book that I read of his, I th- was it Red Storm Rising that was like a standalone book? Yeah, or? Red Storm Rising was a standalone about World that was War my, Three. Yeah, that was my favorite one. Is it Y or EY? Uh, it's Y. And then what day? Uh, October 1st. So it was okay. 11 days ago now. Yeah, I, I, like, Carlos told me, and I was like, no, that's another internet rumor. That can't be true. And then it was. That's sad. Yeah. my I think my favorite Clancy book was Rainbow Six. Yeah, Rainbow Six. That was a great book. That was my favorite Tom Clancy game, Rainbow Six. The first one? <laughs> well, Vegas was good. Like, yeah, Vegas was a good one. I think my favorite Tom Clancy game is going to be The Division. 
Yeah, that game looks awesome. Yeah. Wait, what's what's the division? Uh, it's a like a third person shooter MMO. Third person. Well, not MMO. It's like a multiplayer, like where you just would. It's have a massive a, multiplayer online shooter, like sandbox. It's an or, MMO. It's like a you have you're running around New York City after a disaster, hmm. uh, a plague hit. And like you're just gathering supplies, doing stuff, and like then you periodically you run into other groups of like players that will try to kill you. Hmm. So it's awesome. It, yeah, it looks amazing. It looks amazing. So it's cool. an MMO. Yes, I didn't say it was an MMO RPG, Carlos. All right, just said it was an MMO. Well, any games with like a massive amount of people playing on them is an MMO. Yep, that's online. But they're like not all on the same <laughs> map at the same time. Like it'll just uh, right. They'll like put it, do a matchmaking thing, like oh, just randomly throw you in against another. Oh, person. It's, oh okay. it's like the matchmaking in the background. Then that's yeah, in the background. Okay, like, and then like all of a sudden you'll have like people be in the same zone as you. Then so cool, and it's in it's uh, like utilizing like third screen capability, so like people can call in like air support from like iPads and shit. Yeah, yeah that's what Battlefield Four is doing. Yeah, and the new Dead Rising game. I don't know. How, how do you feel about the third screen thing? Like, as far like as like different devices? And, yeah. Well, I mean. Do you think it's a gimmick or do you think it's something here to stay? I don't think it's a gimmick because, um, I don't know, with Battlefield anyway, Battlefield 3, there's this thing called Battle Log. You do everything through the browser. Oh. And you can log into that browser from any device. And if you can do, if you can watch battles happening and like put out orders for people and stuff like that I mean it's just an extra thing it's not a distraction okay. really from people playing the game I mean there's people playing the game and then there's people like looking at their stats and I think if you combine a whole bunch of stuff together like while you're looking at your stats then I don't know just adds another dimension to it well there's right. something to it because I know um, I went over to my buddy's place and they had a what is it the, the new Wii thing where one of the oh the Wii U, Wii U. yeah Wii U. and um, he and his girlfriend were playing Mario, and I was looking at the screen, and I got to add and take away bricks as as I wanted to on the screen. Oh, to help them out, or yeah, to either help them out or make them do worse if I wanted. To. <laughs> but um, it's my turn now. Take away. All I, I don't yeah. necessarily think the the idea of that that next screen coming in being as applicable to gaming nowadays. But I think it opens the door to different types of games to come from it. Okay. So, uh, as in, you know, literally what I was doing, I was interacting with the world. So you were playing a separate game from them, basically, but at the same time playing the same game. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're they're jumping along, and then bricks would randomly pop up that would either help them or hurt them. And then I'm sitting here playing a game, watching people run along, and I'm trying to pop up, you know, put bricks yeah. down that might help them or hurt them. Uh it's like one controls the world, the other is playing in it. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Games like that are the only reason I think I would want a Wii U. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I mean, like I said... It's it, not it, enough no. for me to actually get a Wii U. Like I said, it just opens up the door for new types of yeah. gaming to come into play. It's not going to really help much that already exists. Yeah, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I think we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, uh, we are going to do... Uh, well, Miles brought back a bunch of beer from Texas. Yeah, so we get we have some St. Arnold's and we have some Real Ale Brewing Company. So we will. Oh, and and we have a Dogfish Head beer, which I am super excited about. Yes. So yeah, uh, we'll be back in a bit. And we're back. 
because breaks are fun and things, and we haven't had one in a while. So yeah, that was fun. That break sucked. Hey, that was probably right. Actually, that was a great break. Can we go and break again? Let's do that again. <laughs> Just want to go. All right. And we're back. All right. <laughs> Dude, that break was awesome. <laughs> that, that break was that way was better. That was a good break. That was, that was a break. damn good break. Oh, my bladder's empty. It's fantastic. I'm ready to drink all the beer. And we're back. Oh, man. All these breaks. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Should we probably actually right. do the show? As yeah. It's like 9 o'clock Central now. <laughs> That's a lie. It's not. But it could be. You don't know. You don't know internet people. Unless they're actually listening live, in which case they do know. I don't know. Somebody might be inter- listening live. I haven't even looked. <laughs> nope. We're good. That's why <laughs> nobody does, because you don't care about them. <laughs> well, I used to have a guy, and then the guy disappeared. I don't know. All right. So, okay. Miles, tell us a bit about your trip to Texas again, just uh, to get us caught up here. The trip itself was surprisingly mundane, which was most of the point. Uh, my dad and I just wanted to take a week off. We went down and visited my brother at his place. He got a job at a restaurant, Italian, called um, Fratelli's. I wanted to say Fazoli's, but Fazoli's. <laughs> Fazoli's is great, man. I love Fazoli's. No, uh, a place called Fratelli's, and it, amazing food. Uh, beyond visiting that, we watched one of the Packer games at a bar, and we had a hootenanny. What is a hootenanny? A hootenanny, in this case, is my brother has, like, uh, he'll get together once a week with about ten of his friends, and then they just bring like, guitars and sing songs, drink beer, and smoke cigarettes until four in the morning. That sounds like a good time. It was it fucking awesome. Why don't we have any more hootenannies, guys? Do you yeah. get, you guys I can't play, play guitar. guitar. <laughs> no. no. I'll, I'll, I'll play the guitar, and you guys can... My level drink, 32 bard knows how to beer. play guitar. You can be the hoot, and we'll be the nanny. <laughs> You'll be nannies. <laughs> no, it was... And it was all that much better by the fact that every single one of them was good people. That's good. Uh, Can't have a hootenanny with bad people. Yeah. yeah. Beyond that, That's we more watched of a, hoot a bunch nanny. of... Yeah. Beyond that, we watched a bunch <laughs> of movies and TV shows and drank just lots and lots of beer. All right. Uh, so, what... Like, were you drinking a lot of local beers, or... Uh, I was mainly trying to find beers that my dad would also drink. Which meant I was getting a lot of lighter-style beers, Hefeweizens, Pale Ales, and... Was it, but, I mean, were they locally brewed, or were they... No. Most of them, no. Uh, East Coast or West Coast? Or, okay. A lot of imports, because, you know, they do the whole European premium thing pretty well. Okay. So, you know, uh, and then my brother and I would get the occasional darker beer, uh, Alaskan. Uh, almost none of it was actually So you're like, Texan all right, beer. so we're in Texas. How far away from here can we go exactly. to get beer? Let's go to Alaska. Exactly. <laughs> but no, I saved the Texas beer for today. Yes, but I, I figured if you were there, you might, might as well drink from the source, right? No, actually, I did have uh, this guy here. The, uh, the, the Alyssa St. Arnold IPA. Okay, um, so I guess what beer do you want to start with today? Uh, let's see. Well, why don't we start with that one? Okay. Um, so, so Saint Arnold Elissa IPA. Um, it's the only one from the brewery I had, but then again, uh, my buddy and I have a saying: judge a brewery by their IPA. Why, why, why by well, their IPA? Well, not necessarily that you should, but that you can. 
Okay. Because it seems like, uh, especially in America, the IPA is such a standard beer to have as a brewery that, you know, you should go out of your way to actually make it stand out one way or another. You know, and if they can't make a really good IPA... What can they make? What can they make? Because it's like the standard. Everything else. It's the American standard. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So America, in this case, is the Imperials, then? Hoppy. Just hoppy in general. What? If it's the American IPA. The I stands for India, Carlos. I know. Not Imperial. Oh, it's. I'm sorry. I was. <laughs> I <expect> <laughs> now, if there's two eyes, one of those eyes stands for Imperial. I just can't get my eyes straight. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are kind of cross-eyed, Carlos. How's uh, your nose look from over there? Blurry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm a little stuffed up, but I'm not getting. Yeah, it's not overly hoppy. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of more mild. Is it mm-hmm. like do you know if they're going for a West Coast style with this one, or I are they going know for very little about this beer? You have the computer. Why don't you? Look okay, it up I will. I will beer advocate this shit. Okay, yeah. Uh, two jobs today. Right. Keep up on it. Yeah. Well, one of them has to do with beer, so I think it's actually they I think they're both <laughs> beer related. So, uh, Saint Arnold, what Alyssa? E L I S S A. Uh, all right. Well, you guys talk about it while I'm looking it up. I like this IPA. It's yeah. good. It's damn good. Mm. It is. It kind of steps away from being a true American IPA because it's not so overly hoppy, which uh, can easily succeed in the attempt to make it unique. They let a lot of the multi sweetness come through, and then it's backed up by, you know, the right amount of hops and the hop bitterness to. It's it's a good platform. It and, it and seems it side by side. It seems almost too balanced for an American IPA. It does. Like it's it's more Englishy. Yeah, but that could be. Well, I mean, just the question me. is, is that a bad thing? No, no, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just, but they're marketing it as an American IPA. Well, and it doesn't seem as hop forward. Not enough. necessarily. They're marketing it as an IPA in America. That's true. The label looks kind of English to me. It's got Saint a Arnold. sailboat. Is that a sailboat in the back? Um, well, it's it's a ship. It's, a ship. it's, it's not really a sailboat. Well, I guess it has sails. So then I guess <laughs> maybe it's it a, a sailboat. <laughs> no, it's a ship. It's a sail ship. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I like the label's interesting. I I do like the uh, the silhouetted ship with Texas above it. I don't know why Texas is above it. But Does it have a dollar sign? It does not have a dollar sign. They lost an option. They could have done that. Why, would, put, why would they? What? They could have, but... <laughs> why would they put a dollar sign on it? Bling, bling. <laughs> My label needs more bling. Put dollar signs all over Because hmm. Texas with a dollar sign. Now, Carlos, would oh, you right. drink two pints of this? Yeah. This would you drink three I pints? I might. Okay. I don't know. I'd Before we'd be drawing the line, I would probably keep drinking. I mean, <laughs> well, I, I'd have to have a reason to stop. Okay, Pete, would you have more than one pint of this? Yeah, I would. It's a very simple beer. Yeah. I like having more than one of a simple Jen, beer. What do you think of it? Let me do another sip. <laughs> Jen's very discerning with her beer. I found. 
Would I have like a full one or more than one? Would you have more? Th- well, all right. Well, first, would you have a would you have a full one? Yes. Would you have more than one? Depends on what kind of mood I'm in. <laughs> what what kind of mood would you have to be in for the for? A- well, sometimes like I'll drink an IPA and then. I'll drink something completely different, and then maybe I'll have another IPA, or maybe I'll drink something different. I never sit and drink, like, the same thing for a long time. I do. <laughs> yeah. If I find a beer I like, I just keep going. Just keep going back. Yeah. yeah um, I don't know. For me, I I like the balance, though. The more I drink of it, the more that bitterness is coming through. Maybe, like, it's just... I feel like it would shoot my palate pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, too hard, it does that to me, too. Yeah. Where, like, I'll drink a pint and then I won't be able to taste anything but bitterness for the rest of the <laughs> night. Yep. And so I might have two, maybe, depending yeah, on what else what, is available. One of the problems but. with true American IPAs is they get to be so close to that imperial point where once yeah. you're done with that first one, you, you can't afford to have that second yeah. one because well, you're not even going to be tasting that, exactly. let alone anything else. And this one's pushing, it's at 6.6%, which yep. is pushing that 7% mark, which I yeah. think is the cutoff for low Imperials. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the same time, it's fairly sessionable. I could easily have a second one and enjoy it just like the first. Would I have a third? Maybe not, because at that point I might be getting full. And a little drunk. At that, too. <laughs> Depending on what you've had to eat that day. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What would you give it out of 10 if you had to... Score? If you pushed me, I think I'd give it a 6. Okay. I mean, it's above average, but it's not... It's it's nothing I'd be like, oh my god, this is a beer you have to try. Maybe not, but I, I'd have to say I'd give it a little... I'd give it close to a seven just for session ability. Okay, I, I'm not pulling the session ability from it. I'm just, but then again, everyone everyone's different. Some people are just yeah. wrong, Niles. Yeah, <laughs> like, like Carlos. <laughs> That's not true at all. All right. Well, I guess yeah. Um, so yeah, you you would have a few pints of this. What's the uh, what's the next one on the docket here? Well, you're staring at all three. What well, I know, but think? they're they're your. I like. Where, how do you want to do these? Are they look have, like they're from the same. We have the Rio Blanco Pale. Oh, okay, so light. So it'd be the Rio Blanco Pale. I'm uh, sure. That so, sounds like a thing. That so, we could what drink. brewery is that? This is a uh, Real Ale Brewing Company. Yep. Out yeah. of Real or Rio? Real. Oh. Out of Blanco, Texas, or Blanco. Hmm. Want to get real southern? Oh, so it is from Texas. I thought. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the last one we just had was also from Texas, and so are the next three we're about to have. So I, I'm curious. Like they went with Real Ale Brewing Company. I wonder if like they're kind of trying to play off camera a little bit, like the the campaign for Real Ale and whatnot, or maybe like reeling in the fish. Wrong reel. Wrong. Oh, no. it's R E A L. It's not R E E. Maybe they just think they're better than everyone else. Maybe. Um, I, I'm curious if they do a lot of cask ales or not. That would be something. Maybe they have out. a lot of fake ales down there. Well, no. Uh, so, for those of you who don't know, a real ale uh, is defined as a bottle or, ca- well, a cask conditioned beer. So it's not forced carbonated, um, it's a traditional style of ale. And so, like, there's this thing. Does everyone have some? Yeah. All right. There's a little bit left in there for you. You should <laughs> top that on. Really? So as you guys are tasting it, 
talk. Well, when right. I first taste it, it's very, very clean. But then I almost get a nutty flavor afterwards. This is a real Blanco Pale Ale, uh, a classic style accentuated with Czech Saz hops. I like Saz. Saz is a good... Though in a pale ale, that's interesting. I don't know if I've it ever is, had well, a pale ale with sauce. Aromatic, if nothing else. Yeah, when I smell it, I get a very distinct uh, pilsner like aroma. It's almost like, 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 like a, pilsner a Czech pils. Ale. Yeah, which I like. It's it's interesting. Yeah, it it tastes almost like an overhop pils. Yeah. It doesn't have quite the lager quality to it. No, because I mean, well, it's an ale, but yeah, yeah, it had, uh, I'm getting like kind of a hellas, like the fruitiness of a hellas, with like just the hot, like this with the saws. It, it's literally all the qualities of a multi lager except with an ale yeast. Yeah, that's interesting. I like it. It's not grandiose. It's not overboard, and it's nothing you know that's going to change your life, but. This is actually really good. It's very drinkable. I could <laughs> I could sit down, have three or four of these without, you know, without destroying my See, now there's your session ability. Yes. Now guess what the ABV is on this guy. Oh, I don't know. Four and a half. No, I'm not sure either. I don't think it says on here. I will find it. It was totally four and a half. Yeah, somewhere between four and five. Uh five point two. Hmm. Uh, doesn't taste like 5.2, but... Yeah, it tastes like four and a half. You're closer. You can be a contestant <clears throat> on The Price is Right. Oh, good. <laughs> Wait, 5.2, Bob. <laughs> I'm going to guess 5.3. <laughs> oh, you're over. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> I'm going to guess 0.1%. You never, you never go over. You, you always just go, go one over. lower. Yeah. Somebody's like $2. One ninety nine, Bob. <laughs> Fuck you <laughs> That's how you play That's how you win you Get the chance to win Yeah uh, So yeah I, I don't uh, Carlos Thoughts on this beer It's alright I enjoy it I could drink it Okay It's Like I don't have much more to Not, say Nothing deeper out there. No. Pete Well like I said I mean I was tasting a little bit Nuttiness afterwards But I don't know if that could be the sauce I don't know I'm not familiar with that that taste. I can see where the nuttiness is coming from. Like it's it's just a little sweet and mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Jen. She just drank it. Went to go do something else. No, <laughs> it's okay. I am not crazy about beers that have like. Did somebody just come in. Yes. Not a lot of oh, okay. carbonation. I don't know. I I like it. It's actually really real interesting beer. Uh, like I said, it's like a multi-lager, except it's an ale, which is a nice like change of pace. It's something new, but knowable at the same time. Yes, yes. All right, um, well, we're going to take a quick break while we get somebody else a chair, and then we'll continue the tasting. So just hang on one second. And we're back. And we're back. How many times have you said that today? <laughs> I, it's It's been a weird day. I'm not going to lie. We've had a lot of break. Actually, we've only had two breaks, <laughs> but we've had a lot of false starts. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, joining us now is Fred. Fred is a coworker of mine from my real job. So. Howdy. Hey. Do you have a real job? It's ridiculous. Honey. A real grown-up <laughs> job. I don't actually do anything there. It's... None of us do. It's okay. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, so... 
we were what were we talking about? Real ale. real ale. Real ale. Real ale. Okay. Did did we got your thoughts on the Rio Blanco, right? Yes, we did. And we got mine. So we should finish that. And what's the next one on the list? Oh, here. One sec. Uh, do you want to? Did you want to give it a try? I'll wait till the. I'll wait for the next one. All right. Good deal. All right. So I think the next one is the Rye Pale Ale, right? That is correct. All right. Hmm. I like Rye. I've only had one other Rye. What's, what's it was the Black rye. rye IPA from American Sky? I think I may have tried that one. That sounds terrible to me because first I I hate I hate black IPAs. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had a good one. Why have you had the Black Top? I don't know if I've had Black Top, but from New Glarus, you know. Okay, I, I might have had that one, and it was drinkable, but for the most part, black IPAs they use too much roast, and then they try to throw some sort of citrus hop in there. Oh, Those yeah. two flavors don't go well right. together at all. It's it's just atrocious. Yep. I don't... It's like, why? Why would you do that? Well, I think <laughs> if if done right, you could go with almost like this roast bitter chocolate okay. idea. Um, and I think that's probably where the original idea came from. And then whether or not you like yeah. a certain one is whether or not they're heading in the right direction with the idea or not. Yeah. Because I've had some good ones and I've had some really bad ones too. Yeah. Uh, well, so he, here, here's another question for you, Miles. What what name do you prefer? Do you like Black IPA Cas- or Cascadian Dark Ale or American Black Ale? I think American Black Ale is misleading. I think Cascadian Dark is perfectly fine, and Black IPA is just more descriptive. I think Cascadian Dark is a little <laughs> is, a, is a little pompous. Like, well, I don't know. I, don't know. I guess the reason I would I would like that over the Black IPA is because it's just it's different. It's different. It's yeah. different. So it gives it more I mean, descriptive. It, it's not exactly. Nondescript. It's not exactly descript, but you can say, "Well, a Cascadian Dark is this," mm-hmm. you know, and then you follow it with its description, just like you say, "Well, an IPA is this." If you say it's a black IPA, then you got to define an IPA and then toss some other definitions on top of it. Makes sense. All right, Carlos. Uh, it's. Uh, I liked the the first one, the first actual IPA that we had. The uh, the, the one in the red. Uh, the, the first I the yeah. oh the the St Arnold's IPA, I like that one better than this one. This so. is not actually an India pale ale. I know it's, it's a a regular pale ale. Okay. I'm just saying, just for comparison's okay. sake. Well, we just had a pale ale. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're going comparison's sake, this is like well, yeah, I know, but it's uh, it's rather similar to the last one, <laughs> as it doesn't have uh, anything that brings any, anything ex okay. anything special to mind. Pete, so. Well, like I said, I only had a little bit of experience with uh, rye in beer, mm-hmm. but uh, it's the way it mixes with the hops. I guess it's uh, I don't know. It kind of balances it out. It's it's like a crisp taste, but it's not. I don't know. It doesn't stay in my mouth. I guess. Okay. So well, it's pretty clean. Pretty well, good. thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jen. Um, it's pretty good. I. It's definitely like. Not too hoppy, kind of in the middle. Yeah. Like, easy to drink. Yeah, no, I could sit down and have a few of these, for sure. You probably have Friend? a few of anything. Well, no, no, no. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're probably you're, right. Especially if you give them some of that Bud Light. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's good shit. All American, all the time. <laughs> the 
the rye flavor comes out a little bit against the back of it because it's not, as you say, it's not your standard pale ale taste. Yeah. Um, it it doesn't have a strong aftertaste. Usually with rye and the, the as you were talking that, about that 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 spiciness you lingers. Get that spiciness in the back, and this doesn't have it. So, and that's what I'm not a fan of is the lingering taste. So I could. This is a, I would have no trouble in downing two of these while mowing the yard with no trouble whatsoever. This is mm. it's it's clean. Oh, it's very yeah, it's a very clean rye beer, which is hard to do. Yeah, I I'm a big fan of it. I I personally believe that rye and hops are like this; they they belong together. Yeah, rye kind of gives a texture to the taste of a hop, if that makes sense. Yeah, and. I don't know. I feel like rye has been the redheaded stepchild of the brewing world for too long, it, 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 and it's slowly making a comeback. Yeah, it, it deserves it. I, I really, really like it. It has nice spiciness. Uh, like you said, it doesn't linger too long, and for a pale ale... You, you, you I, don't want a pale ale to linger. No, not necessarily. Like That's a beer you want to sit down, and you, you just want to have more and more and more. And for the most part, I have really, really high expectations for a pale ale, and... This doesn't exactly get there, but it doesn't fall horribly short by any means. I'm a big fan of this. I like it. Yeah, I I love it. It's fantastic. I I like rye and things. I like that rye spiciness. Not like it's it's a very unique flavor that you can't get from anything else. No, you can't. And I I love it when they put it in things and it works. I hate it when they try to like shoehorn it and stuff and then it just flops miserably. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait till next season for the it's corned beef on rye. <laughs> <laughs> Only from Patty Ryan's. <laughs> I would drink it. <laughs> I would too. Hey, speaking of which, have you guys tried um, Pitchfork? I have. And? And it depends on the beer. Uh, some of their beers I am a huge fan of. Some of them I am not so much of a fan of. I can't say too much because I want to have them on the show eventually. But. Oh, yeah. <laughs> their oatmeal stout was super good. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, so so far, their Fearkins have been phenomenal mm-hmm. like anything that i have on cask has been really good yeah so i did like that. their fear have been pretty good yeah i i love it and plus a place where you can get cask ale close is always nice mm-hmm. i think it also helps though because i i'll have like i'll be at patty's i'll have my burger the uh not the burger but the uh the 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 braised beef sandwich oh my god oh, the best so sandwich wonderful. in the world <laughs> Get it every time. Peter is like obsessed. <laughs> every time. It's a good sandwich, except for that one time when they burned it. Well, they burned it and they didn't put that the sauce. Oh, they do. Oh, they didn't put the yeah, sauce. Oh, no. one time he went and got Bastards. a sandwich there and they forgot the sauce. I think that was, was my like, birthday. I was like, why it don't was. you? Tell Did you cry? Forgot I, the sauce. That's like the main part of the sandwich, and he didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to be a whiny Pete, bitch. Did you cry? I would cry, baby. Not there. <laughs> as soon as we got in the inside. car, I reserved the floodgates later. opened. <laughs> I cry at home. Makes that's where real men cry. Into their pillows at home oh, with that burger, with those onions, right, and that cheese, and just oh, Carlos, perfect. Carlos, be okay? go get us Patty Ryan. <laughs> I should have brought my cheese today. Oh, you did. I have 14-year-old cheddar. You had cheese. And you didn't bring it? And you didn't, I didn't bother bring to share. It. Ah, shame on you. Why'd you even mention it? Yeah. Ah, Why'd you bad. bring it up just to make us... <laughs> you guys are talking about cheese and sandwiches. <laughs> what are we passing around? Cheese teas. Oh. Right. <laughs> We're passing around the Real Ale Brewhouse Brown. Ooh, brown ales are hard. They are hard, which is why you don't see many of them. I haven't had this beer, so I, I, I'm always hopeful when I have a brown ale. That they got like, it right. The ones that are good are really, really fucking good. The ones that aren't, 
are terrible. Yeah. All right. So, Miles, what's hard to make about a brown ale? Well, brown malt as a base for a recipe, half of the flavor goes away in in the brewing process. And so if you're trying to base a beer off of a flavor that's only ever going to be half there, you're initially just going to have some serious difficulties. And so one of the problems you end up running into is you try and make this really, really, really big brown ale. And really big beers, are e- you're, you're either going to love them or hate them. And so it's just, it's an all or nothing game with yeah. brown ale. You don't make a decent one. It's either going to be good or it's not. Which makes sense. Yeah. It's very easy for with a big taste like a brown ale to fail horribly when it gets too big. As something's yeah. getting stronger and stronger, mm-hmm. there comes a tipping point and it just crashes. Yeah. Crashes and burns. All right. So, Carlos, we will start with you again because I want to. Uh, I've had a couple of brown, not a lot of different, I haven't had a huge variety of brown ales, but th- as far as brown ales go, I like this one. Uh,. Simple, I, elegant. Yeah. Elegant. <laughs> this is so elegant. I can't even believe about it. his response. Yes. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, Pete. <laughs> well, on us. It's really, I don't know, it, the taste, it's like a, I really taste maple, but it's like a. Yeah, like a, like a brown sugar almost. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Not, not, well, not quite not without molasses. Right, molasses is better. Because I was going to say brown sugar, but it's I don't taste brown sugar. I yeah. Taste like, you taste the molasses that's in brown sugar. Right. Like. I mean, I base all brown ales off of my favorite one, which is a rogue hazelnut brown ale. Oh, that's a fun brown ale. I had that on tap one time. It was the best. Got it in the bottle. It wasn't as good, but... Um, yeah, this is. I don't know. I like it. It's, it's got a full flavor. It's not over the top. I like it. It's a good fall beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I like brown ales a lot. As I don't know, they're just one of my favorite beers if it's good. Because <laughs> um, they're they're so. If you find one that is good, they're so easy to drink. And yeah, they're not too complicated or anything like that. Um, this isn't one of my. Favorites. I don't like super dig the like linger on the back of your tongue that you kind about, of get. like the lingering sweetness. Yeah, I'm not crazy about that. I don't know if I would buy it, but it's not terrible. All right, Fred, let's hear what you got to say. Bring well, it on. <laughs> brown ales have a soft spot for me, they are my normal drink of choice. Uh, I have a tap house and growler about eight miles from home. That's called the Legend Brewery. It's in Richmond, Virginia. And I pour off brown ale like running water when I get the chance. Um, Because, as we've all said, it's either good or it's not. And I'm fortunate enough to have a good one. This has no problems with it. Um, It's one of those, and I think I understand what she was talking about a second ago. When you only only have a taste of a brown ale... It's sitting there in your mouth. It's just, it's on the backside of your tongue. If you're drinking it in volume and you're sitting and it's cold and you're running it and pouring it down, it's easy to drink. This is not a hard beer to drink at all. Um, not at it's all. It's not overly complex. It doesn't have a lot of aftertaste. I can see the, which we were talking about, the molasses, that mm-hmm. there's a sweetness that's burnt is the wrong term, but it's that. Slightly overdone. Slightly yeah. overdone. But in a brown ale, I think that's what you're shooting for. It didn't it didn't break. It's not bitter. 
which some of them can be when we were talking a minute ago, but they crash at the top, and it certainly doesn't do that. It's a nice beer. Miles? I think this, uh, as far as a brown ale goes, is is a success. All right. For Miles the, gives it the A-OK. Yes. Yeah. Um, Thank God. I, I usually have <laughs> fairly... Uh, my expectations are low, but I'm always hopeful because yeah. I know they're hard. I really do. And it's like if you fail, that doesn't mean you're bad at making beers. It just means you maybe you shouldn't be making a brown. Um, this has all the right things going on. It does. You you can taste the brown malt. It's relatively sessionable. Uh, some good flavors. Uh, uh-huh. Good job. And going last, I'm just going to parrot what everyone else said because that's a thing I can do. Uh, I'm definitely picking up the molasses. And like that that like not quite burnt but overdone is that like like almost a like a caramelized flavor is is, sure. I mean, is that what we're kind of looking for i'll almost go i tannic. take that huh? it's almost tannic yeah it's yeah but yeah not not bitter at all like i mean it's there but you have to really look for it it's not something that's going to slap you in the face like a pale ale or an ipa this isn't the beer that if there's four if i'm tasting a line of brown ales this is probably not the one that's going to be my top notch, but it's certainly not the one I'm pouring out. No, it's it's definitely a middle a middle of the road brown. Mm. All right, so what's that's fantastic. Our, uh, what what's what's our what's our ending beer here? Well, uh, first I'd like to just kind of recap. We just had three beers from Real Ale, and I think we only had one bad review on one of them from one of us. Who was it, and what beer? Uh, I think it was. Was Jen? I'm sure, Jen, it was me. Jen with the rye pale. Oh, that's right. Okay. I think that was about it. Otherwise, it was all positive. All right. So yeah, we we tried the full moon rye. We had the uh, Rio Blanco pale. Rio Blanco. That was the one that was. That was like, the first one. It was like a yeah, pilsner it, ale. It was a pilsner ale, which was really <laughs> weird. I can assure you that that would not have been the only negative if I'd have been here for the pilsner. <laughs> really? Well, it, I'm just not a fan of that combo. Yeah. That, okay. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it it was a it was an American pale ale, but it had like the fruitiness of a Kolsch or a Helles. Two great tastes and, that don't taste great together. And then, well, but it, it had it had saws or like some sort Saz, of Czech yep. hot, yeah, definitely saws, yeah, in it, and it was it was interesting. It got points for uniqueness while not being bad or cloying. I bet it was a sharp taste. It was very distinctive. I would yeah, say. it was mm-hmm. well distinctive, not sharp, not sharp. Yeah, it, it was it was Fair it enough. was a soft. Yeah, soft hopping, but yeah. And then we had this Brewhouse Brown from Real Ale. Yeah. Uh, overall, I would love to visit Real Ale. Like so I far, their beers are entertaining. I'm glad I got this. It was a it was a mixed six pack. I got two of each of okay. those. So, all right. And so, what's what's this beer that we're trying now? This is not a Texas beer, but it was a beer I got down in Texas because they don't distribute up here. Those bastards. Yes, I know it, Doug. They're coming back soon. Are they really? They are. Finally. Top of the m- next month, I think. All right. Well, I know I have my in at the liquor store. Yes. So, <laughs> so you guys Ooh. didn't get the peach, the dogfish head peach they did earlier this not, month? We not did not, no. Oh. Soon and very soon. We did talk about the, uh, what was it, the Celeste Jewel? Celeste Jewel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, which is their Moon Rock Ale, mm-hmm. which is, which um, uh, I wasn't a fan of. Taught, like, I, well, I haven't tried it, but I don't feel like you could get any flavor from Moon Rocks. 
Especially probably not in the quantities they're actually using. Well, yeah, well, and probably not in an Oktoberfest. I mean, that's a pretty bold style of beer. <laughs> <laughs> Usually. All right, so we have Dogfish Head and Dan the Automator present Positive Contact. It's basically a cider beer combo. I've never had it. I know very little about it beyond that, but we're about to give it a try. So Fred and I have a boss who only drinks cider. But he calls it cider, cider beer. beer, no matter what. And we're just like, no, Bob, it's either cider or it's beer. Wait, so does he like the reds? That, the red stuff? The he reds thinks apple reds apple is just it, because everybody's Ugh. carrying it. Oh, I see. I had a couple. I, 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 now, now, his favorite, I will say, he walks in and he says, I need a cider beer. And they say, what's that? And he goes, well, you know, Magners. And they go, oh, cider. Yeah, a cider beer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has to throw the beer on there so he's not emasculated. Well, because Reds is actually a cider beer, I think. Yeah. It's like, it's it got is. that it's, beer taste. Yes, it's a, and it's a brewed product as opposed to a cider product. Yeah, which is yeah. Just, just fermented. Just fermented yeah. It's just... I think the problem with calling it a cider beer is there is probably no such thing yet. Because the difference between a cider and a beer is the kinds of yeast you're going to use. Um, you would have to be using a wine slash cider yeast and a beer yeast or champagne. To call the it a cider beer. The closest thing I can come is a frambois lambic. To a de- to defining a cider beer is a lambic. Yeah, I can because see we that. the first business trip he and I went on, we went out and he ordered his Magners and he was asking for a cider beer and they had lambics on the menu and I said, wait a minute. You want a cider? Here, try this. And it's head and shoulders above. You know, anything. Any, it, it, it's like a cider, only it's it's got a more sparkle. It's the champagne yeah, get back. Yep. And, well, as long as it's not Lindemann's. No. Oh. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. just syrup in a bottle. All right, so. I, I'm, not, I'm not proud. If it's here, huh. you understand. Yes. It's, this smells like tomatoes. Hey, now. Oh, yeah. I can, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is the first dogfish head beer I've actually had. Ever? Ever. Um, oh, we'll have to fix that. I know. Seriously? Seriously. Well, it's it's not available up here. And when I was out west, I was West Coast Dales only. Okay, uh, Patrick, you need to move out from underneath underneath the rock <laughs> you're living in <laughs> and experience fucking dogfish head. I know. It's terrible. No, uh, was, we, we actually we actually sent them an email telling them that we want their beer here now, like as Blind Ninja Studios. We did. We got yeah. drunk one night and just started emailing. Them. By we got drunk, I mean you got drunk. No, it was me and Matt. Oh yeah, yeah we were yeah we were, we were I was mad. <laughs> is that the is that this year's is that like getting drunk and calling your ex girlfriend because I want something? It's like yep. a booty a beer call that's yeah. a booty call gone wrong. Yeah, we we don't booty call here at Blind Industries. We beer call. Very good. <laughs> yeah, but now, you the know question what? is, do you often get free? Do you often get a beer visit out of the beer call? No, no. <laughs> yeah, but so you're like most drunk guys at two o'clock. Exactly. Morning. You don't get any. Understood. Yeah, but you know what? The difference is, if you did. The outcome is either extremely positive or not regret. <laughs> There's really you, you no regret. There, there will not be a yeah. walk of shame the next morning. Is what <laughs> no. you're saying? I got exactly. it. It'll be a walk of pride with an empty right. bottle. Carlos, yes. Thoughts? This is weird. It is. That's, <laughs> it is. that's, a, that's a good descriptor. I, yes. I don't know how to describe this. Uh, I can taste some beer. I can taste a little bit of the cider. It's just, just the combination. Everything is just. Bizarre. It's not bad. Bizarre. Would you say bad. that it is off-centered? <laughs> I guess you could maybe say that. 
All right, Pete. How do you? It's definitely on the extreme side, as far as the extreme immediate. good or extreme bad. I don't know. It's not bad. It's just I don't expect you know many people to be into this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, people take a sip. Like Jen, right away, she's like, "Ooh, no way." Nope, I'm out. And that's expected. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, when I smell it, I smell tomatoes. Yeah, I I completely un- like you get that it smells like V8. I don't get a V8 smell from like it. The this is tomato not juice. what V8 smells like. I get, I get more of like a fresh tomato so. scent from well, it, maybe. But I, I can see like fruity meets acidic, but not necessarily like tomato specifically. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't have more than one. I mean, I would drink a whole one, and I'd be okay with it. But well, at nine and a half percent, you drink a whole one at twenty-four ounces. You don't need to have much. <laughs> oh wait, this is nine and a half percent. Yes. Damn. 9%. I don't taste the nine and a half percent. That's impressive. <laughs> right. Uh, so here's here's the question usually reserved for Speedy. What don't you like about this? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get a more interesting answer that way. Right? Uh, well, I don't know. Carlos used a lot of really good adjectives, like bizarre, odd. Um, I don't know. Like, it's hard to describe the taste unless I feel like you have to try it. Yeah. It just, it does have a really odd taste that I'm not at all crazy about. Do you think it leans more towards cider or beer? I think it leans more towards a beer flavor. So, I don't know. I'm just not crazy about it at all. Like, I'm just not. I like I don't think if this was full, I wouldn't finish it. Like I'm not crazy about it. I don't I'm not into that like This is when you'd send back and be like bring me something. I'm not else. into that like <laughs> beer mixed with a little like cider flavor. I just yeah. don't like it. I want one or the other and not crazy. All right. Fred? Like most ciders benefit from being ice cold. Yeah. Ice cold. Um, there's something about a cider, especially certain ciders, you actually serve them over ice because they want that hit behind it. I think if this were ice cold, you would have a completely different flavor experience because mm-hmm. it would change it would change the way it hits your mouth the temperature does matter when yeah it comes oh to definitely it, it, which it is why we we try to serve most of our beers around like 45 it's absolutely 50. no no but where i was going this is something this combination taste if you paired this with a food if you this is not something i think there is that's designed to be sitting and drinking by the bottle have a bottle of this and just and that's all you do with it i think you're jen's absolutely right it's a, it's all of the adjectives and more. It's not something you would order off tap and a big and just and just pour it and drink it back because there's nothing that goes with it. It's just an odd flavor. Yeah. Um, it's very good. It's it's a little yeasty. In fact, in my opinion, it's just it leaves a taste in the front of my mouth. Um, and I think that may be the combination of it. That may be the combination of it. Sorry about that. But. It's not a bad beer. I've never had anything bad from Dogfish Head. Dogfish Head is famous for being bizarre. Different. different. <laughs> Di- yes. Bizarre's good. Different, though. It's very nice. Oh, yeah. I, I could drink the whole thing without a problem. I do want to point out that when I said weird and bizarre, it's because it, well, not in a bad way. It just was. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. We, we all picked up what you were right. saying. It is definitely a unique taste. I get like beer on the tongue, cider on the roof of my mouth, and everything in between on the back. Um, I will say this though: Dogfish Head has been known. I mean, their their motto, their mantra is 
off-centered beer for off-centered people. And if you look at some of the other beers they made, including like uh, Midas Touch, they they aren't necessarily making something to be the best of its kind. Yeah, they are looking to make something. Unique. To be an example of whatever what it happens to be, and in this case, this is one of the f- one of the first real commercial examples of real cider meets real beer. And in this case, it is a little weird, you know, because we've never done it before. It's either been like an apple beer or a street. Well, you think cider. the base beer? Was. I probably a pale ale. You think so? Yeah, pale ale, light on the hops. Uh, a know, very uh, basic, nothing with a lot of extra flavor. Okay. I, I, yeah. Anything, anything. If you do too strong on either side, it's going to burn the other one out. Mm-hmm. It have to be something very simple. Yeah. And I think they did a very good job of actually meeting it perfectly in the middle between both of them. Yeah. So as far as what their goal is, excuse me, cider meets uh, cider meets beer. I th- I think they're more or less right on the money. I also agree that it should be drank significantly colder. We would probably experience an entirely different mm-hmm. flavor profile, more appropriate. Yeah, for well, and it, it has been sitting out on the table. For I, I would also like to point out so. that this would have been, and I realize that I'm a visitor to Wisconsin, but I can only imagine how amazing this would be with 14-year-old cheddar. Oh, I know. Oh, I was yeah. thinking about that cheese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. I'm you're, sorry. you're making me feel bad, bro. <laughs> oh. oh, I would never do that. Never. <laughs> never. You know, this. it really actually is pretty balanced. Like, right between the two, like, it's pretty evenly balanced. It, I it think. really is. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely hits it right in the if middle. If you try and think about cider, you get it. If you try and think about beer, you get it. Yeah. If you try and think about both, you get them. Yeah. So I, I, I think I kind of fall between... Uh, Jen and Carlos and this one or where Pete was where it's, right between Jen and Carlos yes right like where well Pete what well and like <laughs> where, where the descriptors were is where it is it's it's weird I don't think I would drink a lot of it mm-hmm. but it's definitely unique like I, I I can't really I can't really tell if I'm coming down good or bad on this one yet <laughs> I think I'd have to have it either paired with something or significantly colder to actually so you make don't a decision have, you don't have anything bad like really bad to say but you don't have anything really good to no say. I, I'm just I, I'm i baffled like, by this beer yeah. I really am is this the part where you want to just put the plug out and say well dogfish if you'd send us more we could get a more distinct opinion <laughs> what Fred said yes um, <laughs> I, I think one of the th- one thing that's uh, really important in uh, someone tasting, you know, hundreds and hundreds of beer, like at this point you and I kind of have, is is the brewer reaching the target accomplishment? Yes. You know, are they actually... Uh, are, are they doing what they set out to do? Are they doing what they set out to do? And I think in this case, the answer is a resounding yes. Yeah. Now, whether or not this is like the perfect beer, the thing that you'll always order if you see it on tap somewhere... You know, no, that's that's not going to be yeah. the case. But I'm I'm really impressed. Uh, it's unique. They right, well, job. it's unique. And for my first yeah. dogfish head, unique is kind of what I was looking for. Is so. it against the yeah. rule? Is it against the rules to read what the bottle says at this point? Now that we've no, talked about it. no, it 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 is not because it's ale brewed with an apple cider and spices, a pos- a positive combination of. Full cider, slow roasted, farms a bit of cayenne and fresh cilantro. Now, well, I don't know about you, okay. but I never found cayenne or cilantro <laughs> in that mix. 
No, that's Never. a weird count. Like <laughs> that explains thing, a lot to me, thing, actually. Wait, well, it, it explains some of the flavor. Like it, it explains the tomatoey thing. Mm-hmm. We, I think so, we're getting from so it. So maybe not a like a light pale. Probably just like a farmhouse base meets a cider. Yeah, may, maybe like a saison. Like base. So in other words, the tomato flavor yeah. goes back to you're just a big salsa fan, and you got a whole <laughs> fan. You got a nose because well, yeah, I mean, it's the cayenne yeah. and the salt. Yeah. Well, the thing is with cilantro. It, when yes. You, when it comes on food, it's just raw cilantro. It's just topped yep. with it. Or right. it's mixed in there. It's not really fried or cooked with it. But I think if it's brewed with it, I don't think we're really familiar with that taste. And that's kind and of what we're And when you get that useless flavor, you would you would associate it, with tomatoes. Pot, right, absolutely. Yeah. No problem. And, yeah, uh, like what Miles and I were talking about, a Saison base, I Make, think that makes a lot of sense here. Like just with the, some of the flavors we were getting. Yeah, phenolics and yeah. esters. You know, that, but that's a weird combination to throw in there, yeah. cilantro and. That's cayenne. what makes it a cool beer, though. Yeah, I mean, no, that's definitely. why we tried it. You know, that's. So is this the only uh, cider beer combination there is, or are there others? Let's no, hope. there's others. Let's hope. There, no, there are probably others. This is the only one I know specifically, like right now for you. I I, I can say with relative certainty there aren't many. The best part about this, as far as I'm concerned, is the owner of the company I work for would spit it out as fast as he took it in. But this is cider beer, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. This is actual See, cider beer. This is, this is what you should actually do. Is say, this is what is actually a cider beer. Now never call your cider cider beer again. No. What He'll we make should sure do is, is, hey, Bob, I found cider beer. Do you want me to pick up a case? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Then he tastes the first one. Do you want me to get rid of that? Yes. It's on your credit card. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, So, yeah, this tasting was fantastic. I loved it. Do you have any idea how much a case of this would cost? I would guess that a 12-bottle case is somewhere around $135. Closer to $200. Okay. Wow, no, that's expensive. I, and it may be that it's here. I mean, um, no, it's it's uh, Dogfish Heads. Uh, their their Bombers series. Is it running thirteen dollars a bottle? Uh, close to fifteen. Okay. Um, I was actually very very lucky. I got I got a, a different one that we're not having today, um, for like fifteen ninety nine. And then I saw this one below it a couple of minutes later, and I'm like, five ninety nine. Oh, I gotta get this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I get up to the counter. It rings up at fifteen ninety nine, and I'm like. That's not what it said, and she follows me all the all the way back to the to the door, and she's very nice and polite, and it says five ninety nine, not fifteen ninety nine. So she brings it up to the front, sells it to me for five ninety nine. Like now I want three. <laughs> yeah, if only, no, I'm I'm not that mean because I I work in the business yeah. and it's horrible. But she's like, yeah, no, if that's what it says, I gotta honor what we put on there, and we're just gonna change it now. And I'm like, oh. I just saved ten bucks. There you go. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Five ninety nine for this beer. I'd do it again. <laughs> oh, by the case. <laughs> by the case. All right. Save over a hundred dollars. <laughs> I think it's that time where we got to wrap things up, guys. Are you sure? Maybe we could take another break. Should sure we take another break? <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Tesoro. All right, uh, just a few announcements. Uh, you guys know Tabletop Theater is back uh, every Wednesday uh, for the month of October. Runes of Corsair is playing, so. and it's awesome. It is awesome. You got vampires. You At got back. werewolves. You got all the things. And you got for October. Oh God, fucking Benedict. <laughs> uh, Soundwave is every Thursday. 
and Console Cowboys every Friday. Next week we are talking about Outlast, which oh, should yeah. be sufficiently terrifying. We can only hope. If you have any feedback on this episode or any of our other shows, send us an email at feedback at blindedestudios.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash studios. You can also follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And we'll see you guys next week. 